Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back, and we have uh, John W. Smith, the Springs Hour. And, uh, John, uh, he has two things in this article today. We actually have several articles that you've done, I think, almost daily for, since last week. This one here is Pyongyang's Mile Deep Bunkers and, at Punmunjom, and also the proposed plan for a new economic deal with North Korea. Do you have some of the deal items that you want to talk about today? Because I think we should put that up, because uh, probably one of the things we do is we are points of truth and light, and when we bring things out to the light, like it says in the Bible, it actually changes the consciousness of the population and makes things possible. Possible now that North and South Korea are talking about the Olympics and they've delayed the conjoint military operations with South Korea until after the Olympics. Possible that Kim Jong-un isn't completely, insanely, suicidally crazy. That he actually wants to survive and his regime survive. Possible that we can avoid a nuclear war with North Korea that will drag China in and result in China getting nuked to ashes by Japan and us and our naval uh, operations out in the, South, in the South China Sea. I think that we need to realize, unless we can prove we have a full defense against their nukes, which we don't, unless we can prove that we can save the population of Seoul, South Korea from one of the largest cities on Earth, and at least maybe up to 10 million people dying on a missile attack by tube rockets. Uh, I think that um, we've got to weigh this very carefully, and the idea that you have a plan, and that he's talking to the South Koreans about, uh, you know, attending the Olympics. I think it's just a 10-person delegation, but it's something. Indicates that uh, Kim Jong might be getting the message, uh, and his generals. I'm sure his generals are kind of having pretty freaky sleep patterns right now because they need to realize that uh, Donald Trump's serious and as he said he's not going to give a millimeter so they don't understand that Donald will pull the plug the, the I call the pin from the grenade of a war with North Korea if he thinks that they're going to do an airburst nuclear test near let's say Guam or he's going to actually threaten a U.S. city with a nuke we're going to knock it down and we're going to strike back and we're going to strike back China who said they're going to stop us from taking out North Korea. 
China, really bad move. You've actually basically put yourself into a hell of a position by saying that. So I want to hear what you have to say about not only the deep bunkers, which make it pretty hard for us to take out as nukes, and number two, the actual points of your plan. Well, I'm going to have to hold off on the points of my plan until possibly later in the program or until next week. Uh, 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 let me just say up front, if, if I were to reveal all aspects of the plan, which I think is a very good one, uh, uh, leak, leaking it out before it can reach Washington, basically. Uh, hey, uh, okay, so have you sent the plan to Washington so they have a chance to review it? I, I've sent basically just as much as I have to you because I don't even trust the screeners at the White House, to be quite honest, and I, uh, I and I don't trust our high-ranking officials in the U.S. Senate and, and Congress. Uh, we basically need to have a face-to-face meeting uh, on this with the president, uh, which may be impossible, but uh, well, that's, that's uh, how... Uh, I'll, I'll take a little alternative view for you because there's always a kind of alternative view that... My feeling is that when things at full disclosure face up and you disclose that today and you repeat it, it gets through. I'll give an example. I've seen numerous examples over the past year. Trump is a television and alternative radio watcher. Do you know that? And, for example, when we've talked about dismantling Obamacare by taking the giant statue of Obamacare, which was, by the way, a combination of law, taxes, regulatory changes, etc., Yes. This giant statue is cutting it up with a, with a kind of geopolitical torch through executive actions, through legislative actions, through rulemaking changes, etc. I think you're better off to actually disclose the plan straight up face-to-face. Uh, rather, because, to be honest with you, uh, you've already seen the pollution that's going on in the White House. There's a lot of devils in this White House, including Steve Bannon, Sloppy Steve, who is actually probably the source of half of the leaks inside the White House just by bringing sloppy people into it the White House, and then really re-releasing information to the news media. So yes. I don't think you can trust that no matter what you do, even if you're literally able to stand there right in front of Trump and pass it to him in writing, that it would actually get to him without going through a screener that might try to hide it or prevent it from actually reading it. You're better off to say it straight up, and guess what? You're more likely that Trump's actually going to hear the show. You're more likely he's going to look at two or three or four or five of these different points you have, and they're actually going to say, you know what? And Trump will take credit for it because that's okay with me. He's going to say, you know what? He's going to evaluate it like he likes to have lots of wise people around him. But nobody runs Trump, whether it's Mattis or McMaster or any of these guys. They're very frustrated. In fact, I think that's all the reason why I'm uh, Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon it says he's totally behind the Trump agenda, but he's a control freak. So he says stupid stuff against Trump when really Trump's his boss. And he hadn't got enough sense to realize you're not going to control Trump and neither of these so-called hothead or smart-as-hell generals around him. Trump is going to look at it, evaluate it himself, and decide what to do next. And to be honest with you, if you said it on this show, I guarantee you one way or the other it's going to get through to Trump and he's going to say, you know what, that's a good plan. He doesn't want to see, say, 500,000 or a million South Koreans die in Seoul. He doesn't want to see our troops hauled into a danger fire zone. He doesn't want to see nukes flying or China deciding to try to nuke Japan and Japan nukes nuke China. He doesn't want to see nukes heading toward U.S. cities without a missile defense that actually works because we don't have one because they screwed around for the last 30-some years since Ronald Reagan. Uh, things are really bad, but people don't realize 
we don't want to start a conflagration because we can't, you know, it will be a pyrrhic victory if millions of Americans die in the thermonuclear conflict while we take O'Kim. So I agree with you, but I think you're better off actually trying to see if you can get through all the shards and the filters of his people just to say it. Just like, for example, I heard an interview by Cody Snodgrass, S-N-O-D-G-R-E-S, who's a CIA offered a million dollars to blow up the Alpha P. Merrill building. Well, I knew that the Alpha P. Merrill building housed the records of Gulf War One radioisotope analysis of all the vets that would have hundreds of billions of dollars of medical costs because of exposure to depleted uranium because they didn't have adequate particle mass when they went and got exposed to DU uh, munitions that were being used in Gulf War One. Number two, they actually put the vaccines that they gave weaponized anthrax to the uh, to uh, to uh, Saddam Hussein because he's going to be at war with the Iranians that have 12 times the size of the military forces. So he was going to kill him with our bioweapon. But to take the vaccine, you needed a vaccine every month for six months to supposedly get protection. So they amped up the vaccine with squalene, which caused horrifying problems. And I personally took care of them. When I recommended doing testing on my boss, Major Swinder, said, if you do that, Deagle, they're going to kill you. And I said, you know what, Swinder? I know where you sleep, so don't talk to me like that. I am the toughest person I know, period. Okay? And I'm, I feel the best way to I stay alive all these years, despite all the things I know and have talked about, is to be complete, full disclosure. So when I get Mr. Snodgrass on the program, which I will, and I listen to the show with John B. Wells, we're going to have a scrum where I'm going to compare notes with him, and I can tell you we'll listen to him already. He is, had a gum-to-Jesus talk. He had a near-death experience. He saw his angel. He knew that he was either going to go up or down, and he is now a good guy. And he's, in full disclosure, realizing that this is not only dangerous, it's the only thing you can do to save your hide. So if you want to get the suit of Trump, talk about it. Don't try to hide it and see if you can release it in a week. I don't think a week's going to make a damn bit of difference. I think... When you talk about it now in the next few things, we do video or we post it up on YouTube, some way or other, this is going to get through to Trump. And if he looks at it and says, well, you know, I agree with John w., you know, John Spring, and John Spring actually was a whistleblower for the Kennedy uh, missiles, and we now have Venezuela on the missile, on the no-fly list because, uh, you know, they have to be screened because they're collaborating with Russia and China. I think you're much better off to just do a, a straight-up, here's two or three points. We now have to be really explicit but you gotta bring it up so when we come back I, I know i had to pontificate there but i believe full disclosure and just saying what you gotta say is better than trying to see if you can get it through the uh you know the obama holdovers and the control freaks like steve bannon who wanted to control the president like a puppet well uh let me just say this and then i want to get back to some of the earlier things you were talking about korea uh, yeah, okay, we'll be back in a minute. Hunter's Angle. And we're back with John, uh, John W. Sprink. So, John, uh, let's get into uh, Panmunjom and this mild deep bunker. I mean, we had the same problem, by the way. With a lot of the bunkers were being put in in Afghanistan, that's why we use the Moab bomb, mother of all bombs, which, by the way, closed up all the top levels of the tunnels and killed a lot of Afghanistanis, a lot of people of that were the coming across from the Pakistan to Afghanistan to fight us and then run back 
across the border and the Pakistanis, by the way, we cut off their funding because they weren't helping us. So yes. the, the, the situation in Panmunjom and these deep uh, bunkers really... Well, let me say this, Dr. Deagle. Uh, the bunkers that are in North Korea are probably the most advanced and deepest in the world because uh, North Korea and, to some extent, China have been the pioneers in advancing the, the, the depth and uh, integrity of uh, uh, underground bunkers. And to the best of my knowledge, uh, uh, Russia the United States or China or any other uh, marginal superpower does not have the capability of dropping an aerial bomb, uh, conventional or nuclear, that will penetrate at that depth. And Absolutely. The, the, the deepest bombs will go about, is about half a mile. Yeah. That's about it. So uh, we're talking about bunkers in North Korea for practically all of their uh, n nuclear missile, ordnance, naval, uh, and other military programs. So they basically will be unscathed by any uh, preemptive strike that we might uh, decide to make against uh, well, the regime. Of well, there, there's two questions I'd ask you that. The first is, your launching facilities have to be in tunnel systems where you can yank them out and pull them out of the tunnel. And they're actually relatively shallow, so those can be taken out if you can see them which is not easy because if they're solid fuel rockets, there's no signature of being fueled by liquid fuel. Number two, the, the deep bunkers are my primary for centrifuges and, and laboratories to create the nuclear materials, but the actual launching uh, sites and so on and the actual launching platforms have to be relatively superficial. So if we could see where they are, now we have a technology in space that I'm going to talk about that's classified. It's called torsion field or gravitonic imaging. We've been able to see through the Earth, miles through the Earth, using gravitonic imagery. We can even see at the bottom of the Silurian Trench in the Pacific Ocean the gravitonic signature of Russian submarines, even with no auditory sound signal because they run their, their submarines silent, if you want to call silent running. And we can tell not only the materials right down to the particular atomic structure, whether it's wood or titanium or whatever, so... We know precisely where everything is. We won't say it because these are Space Command technologies that have been around since the 1960s. That's why we've discovered dormant magma domes that were all dotting the Earth when the crust of the Earth moves periodically, when the crust actually slides on the mantle, and they're no longer fed by hot spots from the uh, Earth-causing volcanoes. So there's tons of these all over the Earth. Now, what's going on, what's going to happen, though, is that... Um, if we don't have a quick way of catching these missiles as they launch, because they can launch them pretty damn fast in a matter of minutes, we, if we don't get them in a launch phase, we have to get them what's called the near-Earth phase, where they're in, in high orbit coming into the upper atmosphere before they maybe separate and have multiple warheads. These systems, I can guarantee you, are using read-off-the-shelf Russian and Chinese technology. Uh, they're not completely, completely developed by North Koreans. And they're also like a Walmart. They're going to sell this technology to... Iran and the Mullahs, Venezuela and other nations that are rogue nations, want to oppose America and the quote, new financial order, the PNAC documents that, that causes the financial balance of the banks like America and the Federal Reserve System to control the world. Yes, I'll, I'll get into that later when I... Uh, so, so what I'm saying is that we can, we can hit their missiles 
because uh, they're relatively superficial, but we can't hit their deep parts of their plant where they have workers and centrifuges and so on. But to be honest with you, you know, going from centrifuge nuclear material to warheads is a big uh, step. To be honest with you, we could take their um, missile systems out pretty accurately, even from our our submarine-launched uh, Tomahawk missiles. I'll tell you how accurate the Tomahawks are, because I took care of the guys that were using what's called the sticks, which uh, deals with the river sticks from uh, Norse mythology. Their targeting technology can put a Tomahawk missile through a window 11, 1,200 miles away. So if you don't think that they can take out those bunkers with our Tomahawk missiles for the launching sites, not through the deep bunkers, you're wrong. They can actually take those launching sites out pretty damn easily, and they have to catch them pretty quickly by satellite. So if they have a satellite that's focused right over them, they can tell within a couple of seconds, and within a matter of a minute or two, these high-speed hypersonic uh, Tomahawk missiles are coming in to blow them all to hell. So Kim Jong-un should be aware also that we have space-based what's called speed-of-light weapons, rods from gods that send out a missile, deplete uranium rod at 35,000 miles an hour, and there's, no, there's not even going to be a sound boom to tell you it's coming. And then we have what's called grazers, which is a gamma-ray weapon and space-based Tesla weapons that can scan at the speed of light and destroy anything in its pathway, including kill somebody without even peeling the paint from the wall. So these nations really have no freaking idea what they're dealing with. And uh, if they're listening to the show, and hopefully they are, they should realize, make a deal, guys. North Korea could be a good place with all these uh, strategic minerals. It could be a place where high-tech companies move and... They bring high-speed rail up from South Korea and connect it across the Yulan River to China. Uh, and then you don't have a massive, you know, disaster where you give all these North Koreans flooding across into China trying to survive starvation and a nuclear war. Because if we devastate them, the Chinese are going to be, you know, exposed to 25 million starving and hungry and radioactive people if they survive. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad and impressed that you have given this a lot of thought. Uh, you, you're sort of... Uh... Uh, uh, getting out at least the margins of my plan to some extent. Yeah, and I want you to, I want you to lay out even Before I even get into that. Uh, there's something else uh, that we should uh, inform our listening audience of, and that is that uh, the talks at Pam Munchong may not be as comforting for the West as uh, we are led to believe. Now, it, as we you're talking, about the, you're talking about the talks that they're having right now. Yeah. Uh, whether whether talk about the Olympics and about I don't think anything's going to come of it. I think. Until we've shut down all the banks and all the individuals in the Communist Party and all the people from Russia and China sending nuclear materials and integrated ships, etc., nothing's going to happen. And, we, and by the America and Trump actually clamping down these individuals and these banks, that's going to make something happen. And when we also slap China with a 25% tariff on all their goods coming into America and the West, that'll, that'll give them a, a kind of a wake-up call because China needs to realize neither will you win a nuclear war or a financial trade war with America if you, if you want to play ball with Trump, he wants to play ball. He wants to make you guys richer, but you're not going to do industrial espionage and non-reciprocal trade. You're not going to get away with it anymore. The game is up. Right. Now, uh, our listening audience needs to know that at those talks at Panmun Jung, the North Korean contingent reassured the North, the South Korean uh, group from Seoul that uh, none of their uh, weapons we're now pointed at uh, South Korea. How, how believable is that? I mean, U.S. Now that's, that's, that's like, the lie they're saying. You know what? That's, I'll give you this little story, kid story. That's like the wolf at the hen house. While there's feathers sticking out of the wolf's mouth, that they really don't like chicken. <laughs> 
I don't buy it. <laughs> and they're trying to go, phew, phew, trying to blow the feathers out while they're telling a lie. No. Uh, if push comes to shove and we're at war, Seoul and South Korea are, are target range people, yeah. You want to talk about a couple of predictions. I'd like to get into your uh, plan for, for North Korea, even if you only say that kind of the top one millimeter of your two or three points. I think it's important to kind of get it up because, to be honest with you, I think that the advisors and Trump maybe himself listens to programs like this, mining to try to think, does somebody out there in the alternative media have something that can save Trump from a disaster? Now, people don't realize how big a disaster this would be if, if let's say, Trump, you know, when he's using this big talk and you have the... The other side, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, etc., freaking out, thinking he's going to kill us all. Look at this one on the View. Um, <laughs> she's going to get us all killed. Well, uh, yeah. you know, she's she's actually, although she's crazy and she needs to have a shot to calm herself down. The fact is that if Trump does something, it could have some really bad effects. You know, it's one thing to say I'm going to whack you. Uh, you know. Uh, Kim Jong-un, but we're not just dealing with North Korea. We're dealing with possibly China literally sending nukes toward, or or Russia sending nukes toward U.S. cities. They may be pushed to the point where they think, well, we can think we can take on America because they don't have full missile defense, but they're not aware of our space-based weapons or other things we have or how advanced our system is going to be a year or two from now with Trump deciding he's going to actually beef up the system. And the fact is, uh, the thing that I sent to him, which is a laser net interferometry system, could be set up in a matter of a couple months, and it would provide really good protection. So it wouldn't be a missile to hit a missile like a bullet hit a bullet. It would be a bullet to hit a net. You know, imagine if you're if you're jumping off a high diving board, and you've got a giant net, so you can't miss it. So you're not going to worry about falling into a pool that has no water. You're going to be caught by the net. Well, that's the same with a missile. The fact is that... The, what we have to do is have a system set up that we basically guarantee we're not going to go to conflict, but we were serious. So that's what Trump's trying to do. He needs to have a plan like your plan to say, hey, let's be reasonable. I think the revolution in Iran is directly caused by Trump visiting Saudi Arabia and this new king, us making deals with Iran, uh, with, with Saudi Arabia and Israel. And I think the internal revolution is all the young people and the educated people in Iran have basically said, Enough, enough, we're starving now. They had a die-off of a bunch of chickens because of some avian flu. And the price of food's going up. Even though we gave them $100 billion, they can't afford to buy basic food stuff. Well, that doesn't so. them. That, that, in, in the Mullah's uh, 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 treasury, that's not reaching the, the common hey, I, I got a joke for you, you know. There's no Mullah going to the people. You know, Mullah, money. <laughs> it's, all, it's all going to the Mullahs. <laughs> right. Sort of a hominem there. Yeah, hominem. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, my prediction is that that Iran is not going to capitulate. They're going to suppress this revolution. We're eventually going to get to the point where we're going to actually take out the Bosher reactor, 
And Russia, that tries to act like a big uh, bully, and China, who's not yet mature enough militarily to take us on, they're going to get a hell of a wake-up call if they try to use to stop us and we have to decapitate. But I'm very worried that uh, thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of South Koreans and our military troops will die. I am not at all surprised that neither North Korea and or China or Russia will actually fire nukes at America, even though we'll blanket them with so damn many nukes they can't even imagine what will happen. We'll annihilate them. But they'll annihilate us. I would expect that if the missile strikes hit not only our military bases but our population, we'll lose at least 100 million Americans. And people say, oh, that can't happen. I'm thinking, you're an idiot, you know. And it wouldn't be, even just the power going up will kill a lot more people in the next two weeks to two months. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I think that Trump doesn't want to have that. He knows he has to put on the tough kind of thing like an old Western. But the fact he needs a plan like yours so that he can actually push Pyongyang and also other nations to kind of say, this is what will happen to you if you try this stuff with Trump or a Trump-like president one or two terms of office beyond this. We're not going to put up with it. Because you see, for generations now, we've put up with behavior by nations like North Korea and Iran that's unacceptable on the international geopolitical stage. And because of that, we're actually literally forcing proliferation of nuclear weapons and putting us in a position of blackmail. Look at Bill Clinton in 1994 saying how, hey, it's all going to work out good, and and Japan will pay for the new power system they're not going to have because they're not going to have nukes. This is a fantasy. Bill Clinton, you're an idiot. And anybody who doesn't realize that Trump is finally doing something, but... You know, the one on The View, she needs to kind of get a life. Trump wants your plan or a variation on it, so he doesn't have to push the button, his big button on his desk, like he says to, to Kim Jong-un. And, and I honestly, I think you better talk about it, even if you just say one or two points. Okay. Let, let me begin by saying this. Uh, 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 understandably, uh, Kim Jong-un suffers a little bit from xenophobia. Uh, uh, Libya is one of the... Uh, uh, cases and points that he brings up quite a bit re- regarding the fact that uh, Gaddafi was taken out. But uh, uh, I don't think he's aware that uh, Gaddafi uh, was responsible for sponsoring a terrorist operation which caused a TWA flight. Uh, right. Over and, and, Scotland, uh, and that was proven, by the way, that was proven in court, court of law. That wasn't a made up thing. That uh, Gaddafi was directly responsible. He never paid for it, did he? Right. But to the best of our knowledge, North Korea has never done anything like that recently to the United States. Now, they may have attempted, made similar attempts uh, against other nations, but uh, to the best of my knowledge, uh, they have never uh, attempted to destroy one of our planes and uh, commercial air carriers in in midair. I think there was a South Korean... uh Military uh, boat though was hit by North Korea, and I think there were some uh, lost sol- sailors on it though. It was I, in the I last think you're year. correct on that. Uh, yeah, but, but but that's the closest. I mean, it wasn't like the TWA flight or anything else. North Korea basically is living in a land of of manufactured delusions, you know, and it's a cultic yeah. environment. And to be honest with you, I, I tend to agree with you. Uh, having traveled to America to go to say Disneyland, Kim Jong Un has to simulate a certain level of insanity so the generals around him don't kill him. Because their life is the one that they're actually concerned about. It's all these kind of funky-looking generals with their little hats and their kind of really fake smiles around them. They're the ones that, if they, if anything starts to go south, they're the ones that are going to kill Kim Jong. They'll poison him or do something to him. 
And they're the ones that are trying to preserve their own hide because if they think America actually is going to do something, they'll kill Kim in his sleep or give him a poison just to make sure he doesn't do something so stupid that he gets our ire to the point where we do put our full military forces in operation. One of our submarines could take all of China and North Korea out in one shot in 10 minutes. Now, getting back to Kim Jong-un and and his military, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, about a month ago, uh, Kim allegedly ordered uh, the assassination of the top uh, key military leader in the North Korean army. Uh, Right. So he he is uh, apparently attempting to turn the tide and getting himself in a very... uh, uh, yeah, that, 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 whereby that, uh, he uh, is in control rather than the military. Yeah, I don't buy that at all. I, I think that Kim Jong is running scared. I think he's more scared of his own military than he is of Donald Trump. I have a feeling after you kill the chief military guy, the other guys are smiling quietly, but they're getting sharpening their knives underneath their long coats. Well, uh, I, I think that Kim Jong, if he takes with the top military guy, it's like, you sealed your fate, Kim Jong. Some night you're going to have a nighty night after you eat your burger and fries, and you're going to die. <laughs> well, uh, the, the South Koreans have al- al- already uh, made plans to, along those lines, uh, Dr. Deagle. But, uh, yeah, I think the North Korean military and their generals are more likely to take out uh, Kim Jong than anybody, including the Chinese or Americans. I think your own generals are probably the ones. If he's taking out the top leader of the military, you can guarantee the rest of them are having fits. Yeah, but... Uh, First of all, I think we need to get across to Kim Jong-un realistically that we are the least likely uh, to, to want to uh, assassinate him or to have him assassinated. Uh, we have preconditions that we must make uh, in any deal uh, besides the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, any action he takes... We can knock out his missiles, the Aegis, or other systems we have. <clears throat> he needs to realize we haven't done anything yet, but you do something and beyond a certain red line, and bad, bad stuff's going to happen. And uh, I think he takes it seriously. Cancer category. So uh, we have one segment left. Mention a couple of the uh, of the fancy plans that you recommend, or even just uh, start with it, please. Well, first of all, uh, we we have to at least uh, uh, be willing to uh, meet with uh, Kim Jong Un. Uh, even President Trump has uh, uh, Trump has mentioned that uh, he is willing to to meet with Kim Jong Un, and. Uh, even if my plan were to be rejected by Kim Jong-un, which I think would be hard for him to refuse, at least we are telling the rest of the world we are not warmongers, we are not trigger-happy, we do want a peaceful solution uh, to this entire situation. But uh, some of the preconditions will be that uh, he will not export uh his terrorism, his uh, 
weaponry uh, to any other nation. For, for, and uh, the denuclearization will require uh, a, a means whereby uh, UN or some uh, other neutral parties. Uh, yeah, on site uh, inspection, et cetera. Uh, can you give any more details about the financial plan? Because here, I'll put something up to see if it sounds similar to yours. Number one, I would say, look, we're not going to give you a carte blanche like so many billion dollars, like I think five billion was given to North Korea with his father, Kim Jong's father. Uh, number two, we're going to basically bring in American or transnational international corporations into the UN to build facilities to grow food, high-speed rail to South Korea, uh, and improve their ports, their educational institutions, and the building, you know, the conditions of the homes. For example, I guarantee that these homes are probably not properly ventilated or warmed, and they have some pretty vicious winters in North Korea. So I, th- I think what we should be saying is, We'll bring in the resources to make your life better here, build high-speed rail, and we're not going to prosecute for war crimes. We're going to basically work out something so a phased-in process over, say, 20 years will allow you guys to kind of start working on collaborative projects so North and South Korea can work together on things such as uh, advanced technology to move some of the corporations in South Korea to build plants up in North Korea. Uh, to bring in the United Nations to try to start uh, improving the life of the uh, average person there. We need to empty those prisons. There's about a quarter million people that are in civil detention. That one of the things that has been said by his father, and he's repeated it, that if we attack, he's going to kill all those quarter million people near Pyongyang. That's not okay. <clears throat> you know, uh, I think that we need on-site inspections. We have to also realize it's not just North Korea. I saw it through a video back uh, 22 years ago. Uh, it's actually 23 years ago now, uh, in 1994, 23 and a half years ago, where they showed in two miles underground a 440-seat theater run by former ex-Disney uh, video experts where they're showing all the proliferation of nuclear weapons. And, of course, North Korea was actually in that list as well as Iran. They knew that this was going to happen, and they were. the problem is we don't want to foster conditions that allow it to go from North Korea to Iran to anywhere else. For example, the Venezuela is on that list, and they're in a desperate financial situation. They're down to their last $10 billion, even though they got 7 billion barrels of oil in Venezuela. And Venezuela, being in this financial situation, has allowed Russia and China to come in and use platforms for weapons aimed at America, just like the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yes. So we've got to stop the conditions that allow the proliferation of the weapons of mass destruction to occur, whether it's biological, chemical, or nuclear. We need also uh, spread to our to our allies and our potential enemies missile defense, so nobody can be hit by a missile, and then it makes that kind of warfare obsolete. And I, I think that once we start kind of thinking like this, of hey, it's our planet, it's our home, let's make it clean and not likely for it to go over the edge and somebody have an agreed disagreement, and somebody grab like a shotgun and blow away your brother's brains because you had an argument with him. It, well, in other words, we need to have a kind of a stabilization of let's stabilize your environment so you people can get good food rather than eating dead relatives and bark off trees. Let's have a situation where we bring in the United Nations to kind of demilitarize the militarized population because they're living in a bubble. Most of these people for a couple generations don't even know what the outside world is like. They've been told all kinds of crazy ideas. Yes, they have. Now, uh, getting back to my plan of... Uh, Keep in mind that uh, if it is carried out, in all probability within 10 years, 
the North Koreans will be living at a standard of living which is comparable to that currently in South Korea. Right. Uh, uh, unlike uh, a Marshall Plan or, or uh, some of the other plans that you were alluding to, my proposal will basically make North Korea independent enough, uh, self-sufficient enough, that it will not be dependent upon uh, U.S. aid. So it will not be uh, nearly as costly as uh, other proposals which uh, uh, the morons in Washington keep uh, perpetuating. Well, I know you tell you you're dancing around it, but I I mean, I yet to hear any more specifics about it. Are you going to talk about it next week, or you have a couple minutes left? you want to say one or two points? Well, I, I, I will just say this. If anyone takes the time to study North Korea's geography, its topography, to realize that only a small portion of its uh, uh, entire surface is arable enough to grow crops, uh, which right. is contrary to that of South Korea, uh, but uh, farming is important. You, you have to look at what other resources North Korea has. Well, they have mining resources of strategic minerals. Uh, yeah. They probably have fishing that's off their coast. Uh, you know, high-tech. Uh, a lot of the high-tech companies could easily move some high-tech companies from South Korea north and have, you know, a lot of these people are relatives. It's amazing that I talk to people from North Korea and South Korea. They literally try to communicate with each other across the border, and they've been separated by generations. You know, their great-grandparents or grandparents or knew each other, and, and their relatives. I mean, it's pretty crazy. It's actually split families across the border, hasn't it? Yes, yes it has. Uh, and uh, there, there was some hope expressed that these meetings at Pan Munjong may lead uh, to that. But uh, uh, let, let me just say this. What I'm proposing as an economic plan will be far costly, uh, far less costly to the United States than uh, dropping one or two bombs on uh, North Korea. That's a good idea. It, it, it'll be the, 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 the most inexpensive proposal ever made in, in, in modern history to alleviate not only a, a, a thermonuclear war, which will probably turn into a uh, major uh, uh, war, but it will it, it enable the prosperity of uh, the North Korean people to live at a much higher standard of living, and from there they will probably go on to uh, surpass maybe even uh, uh, America unless we start to get our act together. But... Uh, uh, unless I can contact the appropriate officials in Washington who really give a damn about America, who really give a damn well, about... Uh, well, let's put it this way. Uh, we'll give you another week. If, you, if you're not successful with getting a hold through the, the, the filters of all the control freaks that want to make sure nothing gets yeah. through to Trump, and if you're unsuccessful, then, then bring it all out next week because time's running out. I think that... Something, a wrong decision could be made that could cause a catastrophe here, couldn't it? Yes, it, it, it could. In the meantime, I'm urging all Americans who really cherish and love this country to contact their congressmen, uh, their U.S. senators, and other elected officials in Washington especially 
and tell them of just what I've shared with you today. And if that starts to make a little bit of sense, perhaps they will be receptive because time is of the essence, as Dr. Deagle has pointed out. Well, uh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to make a deal with you. If next week you haven't had a chance to get through the people, we have to, have to start some of the dialogue of what this plan is. Because it sounds like a plan that should be used for Iran. Iran is in, the reason why these students are starving students and starving young people, the majority of the population is under 40. The same kind of plan obviously may be useful to, to, to restabilize Iran and make it back to become a democratic republic. But right now under the mullahs, they're getting all the mullah, the mullah, the money, <laughs> and not the people. Yeah. Well, I would like to make it a free republic. Uh, the yeah, exactly. The has other connotations. Yeah, a free republic where the people get to decide, and we don't need to do regime change. If they're a Muslim country, well, just make them a peaceful Muslim country, not a warmongering one. Yeah. And also Afghanistan. There are things that could be done in Afghanistan that would uh, destroy or uh, reduce the incentive uh, for... Exactly. Good idea. I'll give you a week. We'll go over it next time, John. Okay. Take care. Okay. Lil Ponte tomorrow, first thing. Have you ever... Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.